everybody. Manimal here. It's Thursday, February 23rd, and today on Texas Rangers with the boys, Kevin and I are going to go around the league, and we're going to talk about some injuries. We're going to talk about some signings. We're also going to talk, did or did Jake DeGrom or did Jake DeGrom not throw today? And we're going to talk about a little couple of other Ranger notes. So join us today, Texas Rangers with the boys. I'm Glenn Otto, and you're listening to Texas Rangers with the boys. And welcome back to Texas Rangers with the boys. We are the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast by a couple of guys who love Texas Rangers baseball, a couple of Texans. And uh, this is your boy, Kev, a.k.a. YBK, uh, Kevin Frazier. F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. Also, I was given a new nickname today. We can talk about that uh, a little later. Uh, oh, I can't K3, wait. K3000. Uh, but, yeah, Kevin Frazier, yeah, you can find – that might be my new uh, my new handles. But uh, you can Ooh. find me on Instagram. Yeah, Instagram and Twitter at uh, Kevin Lee Frazier. That is F-R-A-Z-I-E-R. And you can also find our um, – find us, Texas Rangers with the boys, on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at – TX Rangers WTB, and we are streaming on all of your favorite uh, podcast platforms Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, Google, uh, Radio Public. And you can also stream us online on our website at Texas Rangers with the boys.com. And joining me from, I believe, snowy Las Vegas, the 300 pound manimal, aka Bull. How are you doing, buddy? Where can they find you on socials? Your Facebook has got to be blowing up. Oh, well, I mean, always, right? Is there ever a time, really, where my Facebook isn't blowing up? I mean, that's kind of the name of, of the game for me is just Facebook and uh, and wrestling. And last night, uh, I had a hard-fought match that I was not, uh, I was not uh, in the finish. So I neither won nor lost. But I guess I wasn't uh, officially the winner. Mm. But it was a, a big bruising match with the three heavyweights, most notably cool. uh, Cal Jack from uh, Florida Championship Wrestling and the beginning days of NXT fame. Uh, okay. He's only he's only six seven three hundred pounds. Mm. Yeah, like mm. I'm in. We, I, I'm a more squattier version of him. We're, we're um, but uh, uh, good times on Fremont Street last night at the Nerd Bar, uh, getting to wrestle and then getting also to take my guys that I've been uh, training the last year uh, on the road and see how it can be uh, outside of Texas as well. Mm. So. So not that they're having any trouble in Texas finding their way because these boys are, they don't need me. I just like to, I like to ride on their coattails now. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um, But, but I'm doing great. Uh, The snow looks like, uh, it looks like the sun may be out now. So in the, in the, you know, 20 minutes that we talked, uh, but I can't really tell it's, you know, it's still early, early morning here, but uh, I can kind of see the mountains and, uh, it looks like uh, it looks like uh, it's going to be a good day in Las Vegas, regardless <laughs> of the snow. Um, but uh, you know, this this segment isn't about snowy Vegas. Snowy Vegas. It's not. It's not about my wrestling, even no. though you know I love it when people, 
you know, know about my wrestling <laughs> because I'm having a good time doing it again. And that's been a, a long time coming, I think. Um, but if you want to know about more wrestling related issues with me, you can go to uh, Twitter and find me at Manimal Bull. You can find me on Instagram at Manimal three hundred, and I'll update some of those pictures with the uh, with the, the fellas and ladies from wrestling show last night, uh, and then uh, on TikTok you can find Ooh. me at Bull Pro with the handle Manimal, and uh, you can also find me on Facebook at Bull yeah. Pro. Whoa. Man, so man, that's man. all of them and also we we i'm sure you did but i'm going to mention it again because i'm proud of it the greatest <laughs> website in the history of the world kevin frazier's words not mine 100 percent. www dot because you know back in the 90s when the internet became a thing because i could yeah. totally just say texas rangers with the boys.com and people could get there right but I'm a child of the 90s, and it was important back then to say yes. World Wide Web dot. <laughs> Texas dot. Rangers with the boys, all spelled out, all yes. capital letters. Definitely. And you can, uh, you can find all of the information about the podcast there, and we're going to work on continuing to upgrade it as we go. But um, this isn't a show about our handles. We know that. We, tell, we say that every time, yet it gets longer yeah, and longer. And does. that's okay. That's okay because it's still the early days of spring. We still got one day until they'll play a game because on Friday, even though we probably yes. won't get to talk about that game until Monday – yeah, because we we record so early, and they will they'll play it uh, two in the afternoon or three in the afternoon, depending on where you are. One in the afternoon for me tomorrow, um, but uh, it's not on TV or anything like that. So we'll uh, we'll have fun Monday uh, morning looking at box scores from this weekend's baseball, and uh, that'll probably take up a lot more time than than we normally take up uh, right at the moment. But hey, baseball is back. There will be competitive one games. day. One yes. day from today. Yes, one day from today, and how exciting is that? And there has been a, a, a huge signing today. Huge signing. There, or I'm sorry, we, yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah, well, it, I think signing. it actually happened. I think it happened after we went off the air on okay. Tuesday. So, but, huge signing but happened. Kevin, your man crush. Yes. There's no man in the game that you love more than Luke Voigt. Found love, a suitor. He found him a suitor. Love Luke Voigt. He's, he's going to be back in the yeah. NL Central where he started with the uh, the Redbirds. He's going to yeah. be with the Milwaukee Brewers next year, and uh, he's he's there on a minor league deal. So he's gonna he's gonna have to hit him some some taters here in uh, the the Cactus League to get him a a roster spot there because they already have the kid. Uh, um, I can't think of his name off of hand, but he was from the Blue Jays. He came up with the Blue Jays. Rowdy Tellez. Rowdy. Over there at first base, DH kind of role. So there, he's going to have to hit to get a job yep. on that thing. Yep. And if there's anything I can tell you, Luke Voigt can do. Luke Voigt can hit with the cool little leg kick that he does. And what I would say is the coolest home run trot <sighs> in the major leagues, watching him 
kind of just jaunt like a just a little. I wish you could see me right now imitating my Luke Voigt. The, I uh, wish you could see me right now yawning. <laughs> I wish Columbus like I'm Luke Voigt, um, 2020 magical I'm looking, season. I'm 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 <laughs> looking at all of the things that you're saying, and I still wouldn't have given him a minor league deal because, <laughs> I mean, he's he's Brad Miller, but like with a, a better trot around the the bases because you know once upon a time brad miller was a big time home run hitter too hey but i'll tell you what luke Voigt's gonna shock some people this year he's gonna make the team and everybody's gonna be like man we should have we should have got in on that that's what's gonna happen uh but there was also did milwaukee get somebody else as well? they, yeah they added another i mean a guy that's had some success in the big leagues uh, with the indians he's been around a little bit the league now for a couple last couple of years his name's tyler naquin um okay. he was he's i mean he's an okay player he's definitely a good defender in the outfield i mean he could play outfield he could play all three positions and he plays the ball pretty well but he uh-huh. just hasn't hit enough at the big league level to justify giving him 150 days out there. And and that's why he's working on a minor league deal right now instead of a big league contract. But, you know, he's just one, uh, one year of, of some really nice contact away. And he could be a guy that could, you know, he could be on a, a big league deal next year. He could be on a, a guy that can earn himself, uh, you know, a couple of years even so. You know, it's it's up to you know it's up to a stick because he can play defense and he can play with mm-hmm. the best of them out there in the outfield. I agree, and and again, uh, two guys we just talked about that could easily uh, get themselves back on major league rosters if they prove themselves this year. Absolutely, also, yeah, and there's some big. I I feel like it's even Ranger related, definitely ALS related. Big injury news uh, out of Houston. We hate Houston uh, with a passion, but we don't ever like to see anybody get hurt. And if we're going to beat them, we want to beat them at full strength so they don't have a bunch of excuses. But uh, tell yeah. me about what happened with uh, um, Houston. Well, I, I'm, I don't think there's anything structural um, wrong with him. But Lance McCullers, he's probably going to start the year on the DL. And uh, we'll kind of see from opening day how long that DL stint is. But he's for sure not going to be ready for, for opening day. And that's uh, that's that's a big hit to that. Um, rotation because uh, you know he's he's pretty much the the veteran on that thing now you know he's the guy that's been around the club the longest he was on the 17 championship team uh, you know he's he might be one of the longest tenured uh, pitchers on that staff now um, right. so you, you you know you just kind of gotta uh, hope that that doesn't if you're an Astros fan you got to hope that that they can uh, sustain, you know, subside without him or sustain. I'm sorry, sustain without him, um, because sure. they do have a top end um, rotation piece that's coming up this year. And it was kind of like, what were they going to do with him? Well, that just mm-hmm. kind of answered that question that uh, he's probably going to be in the uh, rotation uh, this year. Wow! Wow! Really big news. Um, before we. Uh move into some texas rangers news uh we're kind of running and gunning today which is always exciting uh but yeah i don't even have i i mean my phone isn't even really working i'm like preserving battery so i'm not looking at it so if i don't know players names off the top of my head we'll correct that on uh we'll correct that at some point yeah but not a whole lot of not a whole lot of news but i think we covered most of the main news in the 
and kind of the around the league. So before we move into our Texas Rangers news, I just want to tell you guys about Matt War Pro and Texas Roughhouse Wrestling and Trouble on the Trinity, March 31st. It's super exciting at Martin House Brewery. Uh, there will be crowning there. They will be crowning the Trinity River Heritage Champion. So a really exciting night of professional wrestling. Uh, last time they were out there, they had almost 300 or around 300 people. Uh, there will be called the Hell's Half Acre Tournament. Our resident Manimal is going to, or has said, he will win this tournament. I believe him that he will win this tournament. We are going to be out there, all of us, with uh, supporting him in this. But also, we'll be in our Texas Rangers gear. It's the day after opening day, so we're going to all be celebrating uh, Jake DeGrom's big win, uh, complete game shutout, and uh, shutting all those Mets fans up. And I will like be out a there two-run bomb from Garcia to win the thing. I love it with the biceps that just keep going. Uh, so it's going to be a really exciting event, uh, inviting everybody out. Also, a cool thing to know that uh, every Monday in March, uh, Manimal will be at Buffalo Brothers having some of the just best Just eating as much food as they have in the kitchen. Pizza, wings, Philly cheesesteaks. All sounds uh, good. All, yeah, bison burger. All the food there is great. He's going to be watching wrestling and talking wrestling as well as Texas Rangers baseball, uh, wearing multiple different Texas Rangers hats. So it's going to be a fun time. I definitely will be getting out there to at least a couple of days to go out there and have some of the amazing food that they have at Buffalo Bros, talk some wrestling, and really just pump up this exciting event that we have coming up, WrestleMania weekend, March 31st at Martin House Brewery. Bills are paid. Let's talk about the Texas Rangers and some still the biggest story out of Texas Rangers camp is our uh, our coveted free agent of uh, Jack DeGrom. And Jacob. it sounds like, guess what I meant? Jack DeGrom looks like he's going to be pitching um, tomorrow. Yeah, Jack DeGrom is probably like in a house somewhere right now sleeping because it's early. <laughs> but uh, Jake DeGrom, uh, from everything that I've read, in the last couple of days, uh, today should be the big day. Like by the time people listen to this that aren't on the early bird list or don't get in it, don't get on it uh, as early as everyone else, uh, Jacob DeGrom <laughs> will have thrown his first bullpen and we can all breathe a sigh of relief that uh, – that little strain in his side is, is, uh, has subsided, and he is once again a big league pitcher that is not on the, the tentatively on the 60-day DL or IL. Def Grom, Def Grom has moved down. It's like seven or to, eight. Yeah, to, like... To, from a five, which is the, the lowest risk rate, down to a seven. So if that tells you how confident we are in Jake DeGrom's health, uh, we are not worried about it whatsoever, and we are just really excited to talk about how good he looked uh, in his first bullpen stint. And really, Tomorrow. man, we, yeah, Jake Jake Degrom is on this team, man. Like, yeah, I it's, can't. It's so exciting, dude. I oh saw like when it, when you're coming away from what happened last year during the uh, off season, the Rangers they didn't sign just a a ton of guys last off season, um, but they definitely. Uh, instituted the most war of the offseason yeah um, they, did. They, they actually did you know they're they're at a 10 game above where they were last year 
um, from from last year, and that's with a, a quarter season from Degrom, if that much. I mean, right. so this that that possibly could have been thirteen or fourteen if had he been healthy last year. So, uh, you know, it's exciting times to be a Ranger fan. It's exciting times to uh, to be in surprise to kind of be there that morning whenever whenever uh, um, Jesse Degrom, Jake Degrom. <laughs> Jacob Degrom when he Gerald. throws that first Gerald I like Gerald I think Gerald could work for him uh, but uh, you know Jerry Degrom throws that first first bullpen uh, there's going to be like a, a collective sigh of relief from the uh, entire Rangers fandom yeah yeah and a, and a really a sigh of frustration for the Mets fandom which who knew that they were going to be our rivals just because right. they're such haters yeah and i know it's like they don't it's even so weird. hate us it's just like the idea that they hate the fact that like he chose us over them mm-hmm. like it's yeah. they don't hate the rangers they like hate the idea that someone someone could possibly look at new york and look at dallas and say i want to play in dallas instead of new york like i i they just can't understand that but it really came down in my opinion to 5 years and with a 6 year mm-hmm. option and and guaranteed money for those 5 years for sure and um you know the the mets got a good piece this year they or they got several good pieces so you right. know i mean the mets, mets don't have like i mean you got you got Justin Verlander, who I've read over and over again through John Heyman, is a much better pitcher than than Jacob Degrom, anyways. And sure. you know, I mean, so uh, it is what it is on that front. And I think that you know the the Mets are going to be a good team this year. There's a good chance that they make the playoffs. And the but that AL East is stacked over there. There's a bunch of good teams in that AL. I mean, NL East. There's You're a, right. Um, you know, so I don't know. The, the the Mets don't need to worry about the Rangers. They need to worry about the Braves and the the uh, um, Phillies because the Phillies got better this offseason. The Braves got yep. better this offseason. I mean, the Braves are now working with basically most of that Oakland team that that was would have won a would have won a championship had they probably been held together. Mm-hmm. Probably, you know, might have won a championship because you know, there were a lot of good players on that. Right, right. No, I, I, I 100% am tracking with you on that. And, uh, you know, I wouldn't have been mad if we got uh, Verlander. We just wanted one of the top pitchers yeah, if it that was out there. And yeah. we're giving Verlander three years. I mean, I'm like, I'm praying like, hey, let's hope that this arm holds up because, you know, I want to see this here for three years. I mean, because – you know, as much as it wasn't his best years, those fun those years with Nolan were fun here. Mm-hmm. I mean, they weren't his best years by any means, but they weren't bad years. Yeah. I mean, and Verlander right now with with swing and miss at the all time high. I mean, he could put together some Nolan like years here. And now, right. you know, now the Mets fans get to see that. And, you know, yep. I think I'd be happy if I were a Mets fan knowing that, you know, we're going to see some Verlander milestones these next several years that he's here. Right. I mean, there's a, it, there's just really no reason to be mad for if you're the Mets right now. You've got an organization and an owner that is spending yeah. whatever it takes. And coming from, a, coming from a, an organization like the Rangers that we're finally getting to that place we're seeing our our owners spend the money we want to see them spend um you know i, I just be happy you know like 
Like, by all means, just enjoy yourself. But this is not a Mets show. I love talking Jake DeGrom. We could talk all day long. Uh, but there is another little tidbit of news I saw, and it's, it's really like two a couple Texas of guys, Rangers, right? Yeah, that guys. are just trying to shorten their swings, make a little bit more contact this year, and that's going to be another subject we we hit on to end the show is contact. But right now, a couple guys shortening their swing. One guy's, uh, you know, trying to get back to his varsity glory days. Um, why don't you tell us a little bit about Jackson? Don't call me Clint or Clint. Don't call me Jackson Frazier and his hitting coach or the, the Rangers. Well, it coach. just happens to be that the hitting coach here, uh, his son played ball with Clint. Don't call me Jackson Frazier. I think it's Clint Kevin. now. He, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he wants to Frazier. be so yes. Clint again. So Clint Frazier. Let's quit making fun of Clint Frazier. He's, all right, you know, all there right. there may be. I mean, we got to get it in while we can get it in because in a month from now he may not be on the team anymore. So <laughs> we got to get it in where we can get it in. But um, let's not make fun of him in this. We're talking about Tim Hires more than we're talking about Clint Frazier here. But um, Clint Tim Hires saw him when he was a young kid, and I mean he'd have thought you know kid was 17, 18 years old when he was fourteen years old. So there just something's happened to him over the course of of this time, and he's lost his confidence, and 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 that kind of like goes with uh, you know hitches start happening in your swing because you're trying anything to change everything up, and sometimes you just need to get back to those basics of what you were, and and you know right. you're you're in there. If you're shorter to the ball, you're going to make more contact. You make more contact, you're going to get more hits. You're going to hit more home runs. You're going to get more doubles. You're going to put yourself in a position to create more runs. And that's basically what the name of the game is. So, you know, I mean, you start putting getting a little hitch in your swing and you're not making as much contact. Your batting average is going to dip way down. Your strikeouts are going way up. And that's what's happened to Clint Frazier over the course of the year, the years. But he's a guy that I mean, at one point he was as coveted as anything. I mean, you know the the um, I I mean the the Yankees gave up a bunch to get you know they they gave away good players to get Frazier from the Indians and you know and he just never he just never happened there and uh, you know he couldn't get it together last year with the Cubs because he was injured the whole season and and you know I mean. If he's healthy and and he's hitting, I mean, there's no reason to believe that Clint Frazier can't play left field for this thing and be an upgrade from where it was last year. And then you're talking about a young guy that's helping this club. Yeah. And, I, and he's I, I on agree. a one-year. Right. I mean, there's not a lot of down uh, – there's not like a lot of uh, down, downside to this signing as far as I'm concerned. Uh, we think the Rangers have their mind made up on – who their left fielder is going to be, uh, Robbie Grossman. Yeah, but I think they do so. have I a think... ton. Yeah, but they have a ton of guys that they're bringing in that they're saying, "Hey, beat him out, though." You know, like beat beat him out, beat out Brad Miller. Like m- make us make us make a hard decision. I know. And, quick uh, note. Quick note on left fielders from the Rangers. Uh, um, Yoshi Sutsaga. Um, he is having some trouble getting into the states. From, uh, for spring training, so he's been delayed a little bit. So we, you know, that may go against him as well. But Brad Miller. <laughs> oh, oh, 
Oh, you said Brad Miller. I was just getting you back on topic. You like I, I know. I just you said it, and it just happened. The, now we don't even want to talk about him no more. Oh man! But no. uh, Sam Huff, Sam Huff also uh, looking to shorten his swing and make a little bit more contact. I, I there, Sam Huff has no shortage of power. None. For God's sake, this guy. He's got a yeah. He's got eight. five bills. Yeah, he's got five bills power. Right. So. It, it really would be some of, one of the most probably raw powered prospects. I don't know if I said that right. Prospects with raw power that got left on the shelf because that we've seen in a long time. If he can't get it together and make some contact in the big leagues again, it's just like it, there's everybody wants him to to make it like everybody wants to see what it's going to look like if this guy can hit with some, I mean, get hit some contact because he's got more power than he needs. So I think this is a smart move. I would call this high baseball, somewhat call this high baseball IQ for him to take, you know, kind of recognize that he needs to make this move and he needs to make the change uh, so that he can, um, you know, stay in the big league, big leaguer. Be a big leaguer, yeah. Yeah, because you know, you you you've said it from the the start with him. He's kind of on that verge of being a big leaguer, but you know, better than the triple A players. And you know, is he is he on that ledge of going to get lost in transition and and not ever be a big league catcher? So if he may not ever be a big league catcher, and his options there go to first base and DH, well, you have to make more contact at first base and DH. Than you do yeah. at at uh, at catcher and be right. to be successful in the big leagues. So that's where I think his biggest issues are coming. Is that if if he can't lock down a position at catcher, his next spot is being a platoon guy at either first base or DH. Well, to to play at those spots, he's going to have to make more contact. And if he makes more contact and he can keep his average in the 250s with 20 home runs in a platoon spot of playing, you know, uh, 100 games or 115 games and hit 20 home runs and 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 have it on base percentage somewhere around three and slug it a 400 clip and have a, a 725 on base plus you know he's yeah. definitely he's definitely going to earn a role as a big leaguer and he may earn a role as a, a, a you know at either of the three positions catcher first or dh um, if he can make that kind of contact. And I think that's what he's really aiming for and gunning for is to make more contact. And I think that's kind of like become a bigger, uh, you know, um, topic these days because there are so many walks and so many strikeouts and everything's being determined at the plate right there. Yeah. And, uh, you know, baseball is getting to a point, like we've talked about with these rules, guys have to stay on the dirt. Guys, those bigger bases, you know, that point, that point three foot in, yeah. in, in professional athletes' terms, uh, as the base is closer, you know, that's a big yeah. deal to a guy like the to guys that are world class athletes that are that are, you know, barely getting beat out on most base hits that they run. They're going to put pressure on those defenses that, hey, I got to make a perfect play right here to get this guy. And the Rangers have lots of left-handed bats and lots of speed Mm -hmm. in that lineup. So there's going to put pressure and putting pressure on defense is a good thing every time it happens. No, I agree. And and again, we 
we were offline talking just a little bit about like, you know, what, what if NFL players could shave off, you know, a 10th of a second on their 40, you're talking about millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. You're talking about going from a four, three to a four, two, a four, four, two, four, four to four, three, a four, five to a four. I mean, honestly, mm-hmm. this, this at the professional, it may not seem like much because of the, the mind, you know, kind of the met, the, the minor uh, measurements, but these are professional level athletes with world-class speed. And it got, again, we talk about, we talked about Bubba a lot and in his speed a lot. And I mean, this is somebody that you give him more, more speed, basically you're making yeah. him faster. Um, and not, I mean, and not just him, him, Leody Tavares, yeah. Um, you know, uh, Josh Garcia. Smith, the uh, Dallas Garcia, those are the Marcus Simeon. You're giving all yeah. those guys. I mean, but uh, again, you're playing on the dirt now. So anything on the infield, that's not through you're playing on the dirt. You're not playing it in the grass. So you've got a, a split second more to make that play. So it just, it, it becomes in a, uh, a spot where you can put pressure on defenses from the mm-hmm. offensive point and from the defensive point, you got to be on your toes and play in to get these outs. Yeah. Yeah. And, and another thing really interesting, this, Random side note, as we were talking, I remembered, and this is somewhat off subject, but you brought up Tavares. Um, I was listening uh, to a, a, a Rangers podcast, and they brought up that actually the, the best outfield arm on the Rangers is not Adolis Garcia, it's Leody Tavares. Yeah, you can believe I think that. I, he has I think the I, highest I think I've heard that arm. before. Yeah, I yeah, think he's I've got seen the that. highest rated arm. I mean, he's, he is a premier center fielder. Premier. That's why, I mean, whenever he's been at the same levels with Bubba Thompson, you know, Leody Tavares is playing center field because he's got the big arm. He, I mean, he's a ball hawk out there in center field. And he's just, I mean, if, if he hits with a little more, uh, you know, I don't know what the word is, you know, I, but a little more consistency and, yeah. and he's making more contact, things are going to happen for him because his speed level isn't that much less. Bubba Thompson's he can run and he's getting the start from the left-handed side of the plate. So, you know, I mean, this could be a big thing for guys like him and Bubba and, and Josh Smith and guys that have some speed, Simeon, uh, Garcia, uh, left-handed batters like Seager and, and Lowe. You know, you just never know. You don't know what's going to happen with that. But I think we're at a point now where, I mean, like, like these rule changes are going to, it's going to take a little while to get accustomed to them. And, and it may be a, a, a real advantage for batters. You know, I mean, I, I kind of think of it like, you know, uh, defensive rules, defensive defenses in the NFL were so good that they had to make rules against them. So offensive players could make plays on the offensive side of the ball. And right. now we're back to a point where the NFL play defensive backs are so good again that it doesn't matter the rules they're locking dudes down and and like i mean and that's how i think baseball kind of get where here are these first couple of years it may be a a a a transition that goes the batter's way but i think those defenses when when it comes down to it they'll make those adjustments to to even it out as as we go along with these rule changes and we get uh, farther along with them because I think the defenses in the at the major league baseball level, I think what's going to hurt them the most is pressure, like the pressure on the defense, the guys stealing more bases, trying to steal more bases, balls going into center field, taking third base, getting a guy into third base with less than two outs, runs happen that way. 
you know, and, right. and, and it'll be more important to get guys home and make that contact with runners on third, less than two outs. Yeah. And, and another thing I want to kind of point out that, that uh, using the NFL as a great, uh, great analogy here is that, you know, defensive coordinators also started to figure out how to stop this stuff. And you saw this year, you saw a bunch of teams that ultimately could, you know, found a way to run the ball, found a way uh, to play defense against these passing offenses, and it shut them down. And again, I think over time you'll see it, you'll see it adjust in Major League too. But yeah, right now, definitely. everybody's looking for that angle. Everybody's looking for that extra edge. I love it. I can't wait to see it. I can't wait to see the adjustments that everybody makes. Uh, it's going to be an exciting year, and it's going to be an exciting week. And uh, tomorrow is going to be an exciting show just yep. because we're going to preview Rangers, Royals, but we're going to be able to talk about that very first, the Grom bullpen. Bad gum right we are. So uh, I think that's what all we got for today. I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up if that's all right with you, buddy. It sounds good to me. You you do your thing, and we'll uh, we'll get back at it tomorrow, and we'll talk about baseball. And uh, we're going to have a baseball game on uh, yes. tomorrow. It's going to happen. So I can't wait till Monday to so we can talk about it. We may get excited on Saturday and talk about it. Who knows? We'll that's see what, what I'm, goes. That, that's it may what not I'm happen thinking. just because I'm going to be driving, but we'll see what happens. I might. We might be so excited. We might have to have an extra show just for just to talk about uh, the, the game. First but, game. Yeah, we might. We, but, uh, hey, I just want to thank everybody for listening. Uh, this is Texas Rangers with the boys, your daily Texas Rangers podcast. We are the boys. You can find us. Don't forget that you can find us on social media at TX Rangers WTB on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Texas Rangers with the boys.com. And you can also stream us on all of your favorite streaming platforms, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, uh, Radio Public, all of the above. So thanks, everybody, for listening. We will see you guys on Friday. This is Texas Rangers with the boys signing out. Yeah, I thought that was good. I thought, I thought we rolled pretty good.